The KM Community Podcast, bringing you stories from Kent's communities every week. Hello and welcome to the KM Community Podcast. I'm your host Oliver Kemp and over the coming months I'll be bringing you the stories and important issues from communities all over the county. If you have a story you think needs to be told, just use the hashtag KMCommunity on Facebook or Twitter or you can email me at okemp at thekmgroup.co.uk. This week, sex education in schools has been a hotly contested issue over the past few years. The UK government has decided that relationships and sex education would become compulsory in all schools in England from 2020. The current guidelines have not changed since 2000 and don't take into account a fast-changing world which includes issues such as cyberbullying, LGBTQ plus issues and consent. What does sex education need to look like in schools today? To discuss this, I'm joined by Anna McGovern, who is 18 years old and chair of the Medway Youth Council. Anna is bravely making the issues of consent and sexual violence a personal campaign focus after suffering from sexual violence herself in the past. The KM Community Podcast. Anna, welcome to the KM Community Podcast. Thank you for having me. What was it that spurred you on to become so heavily involved in local politics, especially as someone who hasn't even finished their A-levels yet? Yeah, exactly. Um, So last year, when I was in year 12, I attended the Medway Youth Council's annual conference, which is focusing around knife crime and what we could do in the community to make it not as prevalent. And I think seeing that really inspired me because it was completely run by young people and it was overseen by a former chair, Thomas Bulldock. And I think seeing that sort of made me think I'd like to do something like that so I decided to join the Medway Youth Council and I'm now the chair which is something I'm incredibly fortunate to sort of have that position to make a difference and I think um, what really inspired me was um, in particular going to the Children Young People's Overview and Scrutiny Committee at the Medway Council the first time I went I was just an audience member and I was seeing you know Conservative and Labour councillors sort of discussing issues uh, with the focus on young people and what they could do to make it you know more of a difference and I think seeing that really inspired me to sort of have my say and sort of you know represent young people sort of say these are the issues in Medway and I was given a a position as a non-voting member of the Children and Young People's Overview and Scrutiny Committee alongside my other MYP in the council and it's just a really inspiring position to have and I think being so heavily involved in local politics really sort of opens your eyes to all the issues in the community and it's something I'm really passionate about. You feel like quite quite connected then now to, to the things that are happening around you because mm. you know you do have a a position of responsibility exactly. to, to young people. In yeah, life. and sort of seeing that all, I can sort of, um, you know, have that, you know, I have the sort of responsibility to sort of represent young people and make a difference. And um, being so um, closely connected with councillors, you sort of can't avoid local politics. But um, it's something I personally find really interesting. Tell us a bit about your focus as chair. Like, what does mm. it look like? Are you are you supporting other people's kind of campaigns and things like that? Yes, exactly. Um, and that's something that I really want to put forward this year because uh, we have so many young people in our council that are very passionate about particular issues in the community, such as mental health and homelessness and I think as chair I sort of want to enable them to bring their own campaigns forward and we can support them in doing that so if there was anyone who had a campaign idea that they really wanted to push forward we can support you in doing that and that's something I particularly want to achieve this year. So and alongside supporting other people's campaigns you have your own 
kind of campaign that you're focusing on too. Yeah. Um, so as a member of UK Youth Parliament for Medway, we are heavily encouraged to sort of run our own campaign. And I decided to run a campaign on raising awareness um, of sexual violence in the community because it is actually a very critical issue, but not many people are, are very aware that it is. And personally, as a survivor of this myself, it's something that's very personal to me and it sort of makes me more inspired to make that difference, which is why I decided to run my campaign on that. And I imagine there are a lot of people who, mm. if they'd had that kind of horrendous experience, would want to bury it, maybe not want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. You've been quite vocal about what you've suffered. Why do you think, why do you feel it's important to speak up and tell people about this experience? Um, I think it's really important because I think with survivors of these crimes, it can destroy you and you sort of feel this sort of um, stigmatisation that you can't speak about it and um, you just feel, you carry this shame. And I think I want to break down those barriers particularly in my campaign um, I've been to many youth centres and organisations across Medway and spoken to young people and some of, for some of them it was their first time actually opening up about very personal issues in their life and I think when you're sort of discussing these topics it really does help you sort of you know build those conversations and sort of get people more aware so if my experience can help other people then I don't mind being open about it. It must be quite a powerful thing for people who have gone through this kind of mm. ordeal to know that they're not alone and to mm. know that there's people like yourself who are willing to stand up and mm. go, this isn't okay and we need to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I think um, when you're sort of sharing your experiences, making other people feel like they're not alone and they can um, you know, they can have make a difference instead of them holding on to their past and sort of feeling like they can never speak about what happened to them. They can actually um, make a difference if they speak out and sort of build up and open conversations with other people and not carry that shame. And I know that as part of this campaign that you're that you're starting, uh, there's a few different things you want to achieve. Mm -hmm. um, and one of them is, uh, I believe, is the equality of sex education in schools. Yeah. Tell us a bit about that. Um, so a few weeks ago, I went to the UK Youth Parliament annual conference alongside our other MYP for Medway. And I presented a motion to improve the quality of sex education in schools because actually it is not great at the moment because um, according to the Terence Higgins Trust Relationships and Sex Education Report, 75% of young people were not even taught about consent and this is something I highlighted in my speech when speaking to the MYPs and when they responded to our speech many of them said that they had not necessarily even received any kind of sex and relationships education in their schools and I think if government hear that young people really want this to change and to be improved then hopefully they'll listen and implement it do you think consent is the is the most important thing when it comes to looking at improving the quality of sex education in schools yeah because i think with consent it is sort of a very blurry area and not many people may necessarily know what is consent what isn't consent and i think if schools sort of improve how they're delivering sort of their education and sort of saying this is what consent looks like this is what consent doesn't look like then young people could be more clear and then hopefully in the future this may happen to less people do you think that um, that sex education in schools has been slowly improving? I know that mm. you, you, if you talk to someone who went to school maybe 10, 15 years ago, there was less of a focus on PSHE than mm. there is now. 
do you think there's still a way to go? I definitely think there's still a, there is a way to go, and I think um, 10, 15 years ago, it was uh, it definitely wasn't the way it is today. Um, but I still think it can be better because um, I've spoken to young people who haven't even received any kind of sex and relationships education. Personally, I've been very lucky to access education that's been incredible and um, very supportive and enlightening. But not other young people have been necessarily as lucky as I have been. So I think if it's it's improved across the whole UK. Hopefully, all young people will be able to access it. And that sounds like quite a big, quite a big challenge. But yes, exactly. But um, hopefully, we will get there. Uh, just, do you think that there will be any pushback from that? Mm. Because some parents might not want their children to be exposed to this kind of harsh reality mm. i suppose yeah exactly um there's some parents who don't exa- exactly want their you know younger children to sort of be exposed to that kind of um education and some of them have even ruled out their children from accessing it completely but i think that's wrong because i think as long as it's sort of conducted in a way that's appropriate for different age groups then it can be done right but i think if it's taught at a young age hopefully they'll grow up with these sort of morals and values that um you know knowing what consent is knowing what is and what isn't okay um to do and to conduct yourself and sort of what a healthy and unhealthy relationship means i think if they sort of grow up with these values in the future it could actually make such a huge difference so i think as long as the education they're receiving is age appropriate for you know different year groups and things like that then i think everyone should access it well how early are we actually Mm. talking then with that because surely we in terms of making things age appropriate Mm. and talking about consent there's certain things that children would have to understand to understand what consent actually means right? yes exactly but um i think you can start at a very young age but do it in a way that's sort of fun and you don't have to necessarily go into huge detail but you can sort of start introducing themes such as um what is a healthy relationship what's an unhealthy relationship things like that you don't necessarily have to go into you know the really um detailed information at such an early age it can be conducted in an age appropriate manner so then when they're older and more you know mature to you know sort of process more serious information then that can be then that can happen but i think as long as it's sort of conducted in a way that's age appropriate for all groups i think it definitely should happen and i think all young people should have access to it do you think having a good um, a good sex education network and framework in schools is enough though do you think that there may be too much onus on on the schools and not on the parents because you know it might be good Mm. enough to have age appropriate sex education throughout year groups up until you leave school Mm -hmm. um but if you don't have that uh, that idea of healthy relationships in your in your own family life arguably could, yeah. could be said it's putting quite a lot of strain on the schools to deliver that education well i think schools should have a right to sort of deliver um, not only the academic education that sort of comes from textbooks but i also think they should have um sort of a curriculum that prepares um, young people for life and you know really uphold those skills going forward but i also think that parents should also you know do their bit to make sure that young people are aware of serious issues such as this so i think there are things that they could do at home such as sort of maybe open conversations and things like that to their children and sort of um you know sort of reinforce the message of what is and what isn't okay so i think it's sort of like a 50 50 balance between schools making sure they're delivering this and parents sort of reinforcing the message 
So then is it partly a, about educating the parents too then? Yeah, I think um, parents could be more open to this, especially the ones that aren't necessarily open to their you know younger children necessarily accessing it. I think if all parents were on board and make sure that what they're, you know, the sort of message they're giving to young people is conducted in an age-appropriate manner depending on the age of the child, um, because obviously there is some information that might not necessarily be appropriate for a younger child, but as long as that's conducted in an age-appropriate manner, then I think they should all be doing it and parents should sort of be reinforcing that message as well. So are we talking about a curriculum overhaul then mm-hmm. on on preparing children and young adults for life as an adult and understanding consent and all these kind of things? Do you think it's a case of actually looking at the whole curriculum going, we need to completely change this, we need to you know, conduct a few surveys, we need to come up with a, with a, a robust framework in which to start delivering this out nationwide? Um, I think they are... Um I don't think it's necessarily about changing the curriculum per se, but I think there are things that schools are doing good as well. But I think the sort of message is to improve on it and see what they can do, um, you know, nationwide. Because obviously, like I said, there are some young people who don't even have access to this and some schools do things differently. So I think as long as everyone's, you know, sort of doing what they should be doing, it's not necessarily about an overhaul of the curriculum, but sort of seeing what, parts of it can be improved and what parts are doing well and i guess part of that is finding out uh, from the young people themselves exactly what Mm -hmm. they think about these issues as well yeah exactly and i think um it would be interesting if some surveys went out and sort of see what young people think about different aspects of the curriculum in itself and sort of see what do they think's going well and what could be improved um so hearing from them would probably be quite interesting actually and what's interesting is that you yourself are Mm. putting together a survey focused on sexual violence to schools across medway aren't you yeah so um in september i'm hoping to bring forward a survey um which will be sent to all schools about um you know the topic of sexual violence and you know issues revolved in it and sort of get young people's feedback on different issues because all of this is going to be highlighted in a finalized report and i sort of hope to use it as a kind of resource for um decision makers in the community and you know members of staff that work with young people just to see what what young people think on what is a healthy relationship what isn't one um what it does consent actually mean just sort of highlight lighting that information and this will be available online for everyone to access so hopefully this will really act as a resource in the community and help other people um, be more aware and how have you how have you gone about getting this survey across to all the schools in Medway? So so far, I've spoken to Medway Labour and um, had a meeting with Vince Maple, who was incredibly helpful, and they've agreed to help me sort of reach all schools and push this survey forward. However, I would love to work with all councillors from all different parties that would be interested. So really, we're going to be um, pushing this forward in schools. We're going to be contacting them all and see if they can get their young people. Um, whether it's an assembly or a student council to fill out the survey and so we can sort of see that feedback from what young people think and then re- we we can sort of start highlighting what the issues are and, and it's hopefully as you say going to give you a snapshot of young people's understanding 
of sexual relationships and sexual violence in Medway. And um, what kind of what if it's going to be a resource? What kind of things do you think that that you might build off of the top of that? What what kind of things might you be able to do with that information? I think once we have that information, I can then um, continue to sort of go into youth centres and say, "This is what you thought about this." Um, maybe tell me more about why you said that, and sort of I can use that to sort of um, speak to young people and sort of um, you know deliver the right message. And I think not only for myself but like for other people as well um, if they're doing work with young people they might find it useful to have some statistics to back it up so this isn't just for me this is for the the whole community to sort of use and you know act as a resource for everyone so a lot of what you're doing Anna is, is making sure that young people are engaged mm-hmm. in local issues but having their voice heard and they're becoming a much more integral part of our community Mm. Uh, and tell us a bit about the the make your mark ballot because it feels like that's a fairly integral part of what you're trying to do yes and it's particularly integral in the medway youth council this is something really really trying to drive forward but the make your mark ballot voting is is um 10 issues highlighted from the uk youth parliament annual conference um put on a ballot vote and young people across the uk will have the opportunity to vote on a uk wide uh, a devolved issue and a local issue they're particularly passionate about and all of these results will come in and it will go towards um, the British Youth Council who will then choose which the which issues were the most popular across the whole UK and then these will be debated in the par- in Parliament on the Green Benches where all MYPs will attend and sort of debate the issues that young people care about most so it's really ensuring that all young people have the say to sort of bring forward what they care about and last year in Medway we managed to achieve over 10,000 make your mark votes across the whole community which was an incredible achievement for us and it was an 100% um, turnout increase so it was particularly more um, of an achievement for us in the community and this is something we would really like to encourage for this year in particular so once again we will be in contact with all schools youth centres and organisations and ensuring that all young people have the opportunity to have their say and sort of get the issues they care about most uh, put forward to parliament that's great. And what kind of issues were raised last year? What were the what did the young people of Medway want to want to achieve last year? So last year, um, I believe it was uh, things like knife crime, homelessness, votes for sixteen. Um, those themes sort of came up, and then it was debated in Parliament. And then as a result of that, a campaign is sort of created to tackle these issues. And this year, um, the themes include a curriculum to Paris for life, which is what my motion comes under. So that was an incredible achievement. And and also Vote 616 came up again, um, themes such as welcome refugees, um, all of these are on the ballot and available for everyone to vote on. Um, these were the issues that young people cared about most and then you have the opportunity to sort of vote about which issue you want to see debated in Parliament. So when young people of Medway start voting this time round for the Make Your Mark ballot, you're, you've, you've got this big sex education, sexual violence campaign going on, presumably you hope that lots more people in, will decide to vote uh, about improving sex education based on the awareness that you're hoping to bring to the community. Um, i definitely like to see this debated in Parliament. I think this is an issue so many young people are passionate about. But what I would encourage personally um, is for young people to care about, you know, to vote about the issue they care about most. Um, obviously, this is something I'd love to see young people vote on. But my biggest, you know, ask is for them to sort of look at the ballot and think, which issue do they uh, feel most passionate about and sort of vote on that and then hopefully um you know 
the issue that gets the most votes will be debated in Parliament. So I would love to see this debated in Parliament, obviously, because it's something a bit more personal to me. But I would definitely encourage all young people in Medway to vote about the issue they care about most. So to really think about um, on the ballot, which one would you like to see debated in Parliament? Well, Anna, good luck on on your on the rest of your campaign, and thank, and thank you. you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. The KM Community Podcast, bringing you stories from Kent's communities every week.